This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. This month, Siberia will release their new album, Seeds of Change, via Blacklight Media Records. Siberia craft intricate and involving instrumental rock opuses, and they have never sounded more assured than on Seeds of Change, following in the footsteps of Caspian, Mogwai, and Russian circles. Their instrumental works are complex, yet instantly accessible, weighty, gorgeously melodic, and always deep moving. Purchase your copy of Seeds of Change by Siberia now at blacklightmediarecords.com slash Siberia. Once again, Siberia, Seeds of Change. Purchase it now, blacklightmediarecords.com slash Siberia. Chad Gray states we have to keep flying Vinny's flag to carry on legacies and to carry on what heavy metal truly represents, and that is loyalty, that is love, and that is trust. His quote is in regards to the latest and final recording of heavy metal icon Vinnie Paul's final full-length record with Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah's Welcome Home is out now on 11.7 Music and is available at hellyeahband.com. Check out the latest video from the title track and pick up exclusive merch and, of course, the new album Welcome Home by Hell Yeah. Go to hellyeah.com to pick up the new album Welcome Home today and catch them on tour this November. It's the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts, Petter Speich, Brandon Hahn, and Jocelyn Sharp. Metal Sucks Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is I, your host, Petter Speich. I am always joined by... It is I, the other one of the hosts. His the other guy. My name is Brandon Hahn, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Mr. Hahn Comedy, spelled H-A-H-N, you sons of bees. And also... It is I, Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at It's a Sylvia. And guys, if you want to follow me, I am at Rise to Offend on Facebook and Twitter, Rise to Offend Official on Instagram. And of course, always follow Jocelyn Sharp at Jocelyn Sharp on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, J O Z A L Y N Sharp. This week, guys, we got Balbareth from Ghost on the show. We are here to talk about the new record, Valediction, which is out right now. It came out this past Friday, guys. So make sure if you haven't heard it, streamed it, whatever, check it out. It's pretty awesome. And uh, definitely one of my favorite interviews I've done this year. We, Me and him, we create a horror film together. So oh. hang in there for that shit, guys. Mm, All right. What kind of horror Spooky. film does it represent? You got to listen to the fucking interview. You asshole. <laughs> Yeah, you, I'm going to ruin it. No, you just you just got me all moist and ready for you, and now I'm Plus like, Plus, it's uh, October, so we're getting slasher, ready for Halloween. Slasher, okay? okay. Slasher, guys. Okay. okay. Don't don't okay. let people listen to our film. It's a fucking great movie that we make together. Okay. Oh, anyway, okay. so, but before we get to Intriguing. the movie I make with <laughs> Balbareth from Ghost, let's talk a little bit about the Metal Sucks news. First story I want to talk about, it's kind of one of those stories where it's like I want to talk about, but it's, it's also like an awkward story, and that's... Uh, Little headline this week: Chris Fane from uh, Slipknot. He hopes one day he can return to Slipknot. Now, for people that haven't been paying attention to Slipknot news, um, he sued them before this uh, record came out in January. He sued uh, Corey Taylor and Clown for money Ooh. that's uh, owed to him. He feels because they started other businesses. And then I don't know the status of that lawsuit, but the chance that he can return to Slipknot someday as the guy that hit the garbage cans and jumped around the stage i'm thinking that's no 
Yeah, uh, they probably <laughs> yeah. They they're like five guys deep for that position. You know, like if that guy, if one of them wants to call out sick, they got four guys just waiting in the wing. You, yeah. you know, get get the uh, get the sound tech. He can beat the shit out of some garbage cans. And let's 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 answer the the question that is all on our mind. What's worse, someone fucking your significant other or suing you? Oh man, I'd much rather have somebody sue me because at least I got a chance at fighting back. If I walk in and see somebody fucking my significant other, then there might be a murder on. Now there's gonna it it, it just keeps getting compounded. See, see, what about you, Sylvia? I think I'd I'd want to get sued. Okay, I would. I would. I guess I'm the only one that doesn't want to get sued here. Wow, (laughs) you'd rather walk in. Wow, you are. I would rather be like, all right, that's it. This is over. I can move on. I'll get over this in in a due time. I feel like a lawsuit is never ending, and it just soul sucks all your energy out. Lawsuits are the worst. No, no. Here's the thing: lawsuits (laughs) always come to an end. That's what happens. They eventually end. Yeah, but um, I I can see myself getting back together with someone if I was cheated on. Really, I would never get back together. Well, well, let's say let's just say I would never get get back together with someone that sued me. I guess that's why where my whole theory was. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, okay. So you so let's say your wife cheated on you. Yes, and then you guys work it out, and then you would get back with her. What if she cheated on Um, you with the guy that was suing you? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, would you go back with her? We just wrote a horror movie for the beginning yeah. of the show, too. What, what is that? that? A lifetime film. What, no, if that's would, horrible. what if he was suing you to bang your wife? What if it was that what if that was the lawsuit? That's probably happened. <laughs> I can see a lawyer totally doing that. Well, here's the thing is like, do I think that if there was infidelity in my relationship that there's a chance for us to get back together? I'm gonna say you slim have a to family, none. But though. there's a family involved. Yeah, yeah. So well, there, minus the family. Yeah. Minus the family, no, I'm out. Okay. So you guys don't have families. That's why you guys didn't do the Sue thing. Where me, it's like I got to be more forgiving because I'm hurting children as well. Right. For an orgasm. But I still hate her. But wait a minute, though. No. <laughs> no but wait a minute, though. You, you, no, you she can't hurt you for the orgasm, too. Mm, yes. Yeah. She stabbed me in the hot. Right. Yeah. Right. With, but with, a lawsuit. With someone's dick. Oh, man. A lawsuit is like every penny you make goes to lawyers, and then they, they go in circles, and then judges don't really care. So judges kind of like shrug their shoulders at you, which cost you more money. No, but I think like Brandon said, like you would it'd be over. It'd be done. Once, eventually. Yeah, eventually. It's going to be done, and you don't have to deal with it anymore. My thing okay, is, okay. Oh, Okay, the eventually is usually like drawn out. Look at this lawsuit. It's not done yet. Dude, no, it's the justice years. system the justice system is such a joke and it just ends up costing people so much more money yeah. and lawyer fees. It, no, it's sure. insane. Sure, sure. It, it's not just one it's not just one court case and then the things are done. Mm-hmm. Right, right into us, guys. Uh rise to offend at gmail.com. Let us know what you would prefer. Getting cheated on by your significant other or a lawsuit that takes all your money and lasts for two or three years that you can lose. Or whatever, or win. Or, yeah, but that's the thing. It's yeah. like most of the time, most of the time when you win, and they're like, "Hey, you have to pay." We're gonna get to the next story, the Fear Factory lawsuit. Hey, you have to pay that guy nine hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. Guess what? If they don't pay that, oh well. <laughs> you know, like there's not like it's it's a whole mess, dude. Lawsuits are ugly. I know they are. Yeah, I know they are. So, but so is me walking in and catching some dude's dick and my wife. Mm, I mean, I yeah. would just be like, "Ooh, I know." That's, that's why not good. This yeah. this was that's like rough. a this was yeah. like a marry fuck kill situation. Again, I didn't give you guys a winning hand. I didn't say here's four aces. No, it was pretty easy for me to be like, uh, "I said you're no. gonna have to bluff." Get with- out of my wife. <laughs> get out of my wife. <laughs> hey, you get out of there, you get out of my wife, you. <laughs> what if you lost your house and your car and everything in a lawsuit? I would still have someone to hold me. Mm, what if she left you because of that? I would probably... It's uh, possible. I would have the dopest box to sleep in. 
Kind well, of, you tricked that out, <laughs> you? I would do it. I would find I would find somebody's mattress out front. Yeah. Maybe some newspaper. You'd make a little fort. Yeah, exactly. I, I got a next, couch fort. I got oh, an extra dude. room and I need a babysitter. Come on, Brian. Right, Come dude. on. Oh, Come you're on the over. best. Great. I, I got a whole room for you, buddy. Get to sleep next you can to live a screaming there? baby. No, That's no, awesome. no. Your own room and then you have to take care of the screaming babies. Wow. You're you know what? You're the first guy that I've ever met that is happy having a male nanny. Oh. Is that what you're calling it? A manny? A manny. Well, I've it's never heard you though. Yeah, right. I know you. Yeah, right. I actually, I actually, yeah, but the thing is, I actually you know, wouldn't discriminate against nannies. Okay, but the thing is, though, is you also know that I got a temper, mm. and you know those kids are probably going to learn some things. Where it's like, hey, why did why did Uncle Brandon snap his cell phone in half? I, I didn't I mean? say so I didn't like, say you can watch my kids while watching football. Okay. I said you can watch my kids. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. No, not during Browns games. Sundays take, and Mondays and on occasionally Thursdays, off limits. You have to take limits. things that would make Brandon really mad out yes. of the element. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not allowed to watch your kids while reading the internet because mm-hmm. that also puts me in a Thanos murder mode. Yeah. Or Facebook, social media, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or walking on the sidewalk or being in the park. Okay. Watching or TV. Or driving. Sylvia, if you yeah. ever have a situation, <laughs> I have a, you can watch the kids. It's great. Yeah, I got a room. Brandon's okay, cool. lost the room. He's I, lost it. Yeah. I, I, think I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little bit more uh, more gentle. Yes. Yeah. Even on Sundays. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't watch football. No. Yeah. No. You don't watch football? No. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh so I'm out now. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I gotta you know. find somebody new. <laughs> yeah, you, you see, Briscoe, where did you learn to sharpen knives? <laughs> My manny taught me. <laughs> see, that's 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 good though. What if he's in the wild? He's got a he's in the wild. A sharpen a knife is not a horrible thing to All teach right. him. So the chance of Chris Fane ever getting back on stage with Slipknot is none. Zero. No, I'm gonna I tell feel, you. Uh, Corey Taylor has holds grudges. I feel like he I might. feel Corey Taylor holds grudges too. <laughs> it could be, it could be, but I also think that I don't think Joey Jordison's got a chance to get back on stage with Slipknot personally. But and he was ahead. one of the founding members, like I know, the founding I know. member of the band. Oh. I can't speak for Corey Taylor. I can't speak for Clown. But uh, it's like when Colin Kaepernick uh, blasted all the NFL owners, and then he's like, "Guys, I'm still here." <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. sorry, like, like you, you, you sued us, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sued us, and yeah, exactly. You got a bigger contract by suing us yeah. than. Than playing football, like you burned the bridge, you pissed all over it, then you took a shit on it, yeah. and, and then you got paid out, and then and you it's got like, paid out. And now people no. are like, "Why isn't he playing for the NFL?" Um, well, uh, yeah, right, yeah, it's past the knee thing at this point. Let's say that, right, right. it's, it's past the kneeling thing. Yeah. There's a lawsuit involved. Anytime exactly. you, anytime it's the same thing with like somebody that sues any type of employer for any kind of misconduct, and it's like. You you just took it to that level. You got a yeah. lawyer involved, and it's like, and now you want to come back into the building and like just ha- pretend like nothing happened. Your your character gets a little bit tarnished. Well, not a little bit, like a lot tarnished at that point. And unless there was something really wrong that happened, let's say that. Okay, yeah. I feel like like it won't get tarnished if it was like blatant, obvious, horrible sexual harassment or but something like well, that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're talking about Chris Fane's situation. But my thing is, I don't, always, think, I don't think he was sexually harassed. In those sexually <laughs> harassed situations, though, is it's like it's not in front of everybody. It's not like the person doing the sexual harassing is out in front. Of like, hey, nice tits. Oh, you're like, saying you it's not the I mean? company; it's yeah. an individual. It's an yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I see where. But you're again, coming though, from you're, you're gonna that. suit. But the, the company also gets sued for hiring that individual. No, I mean, everybody right. gets sued. Um, I think again, lawsuits are bad. They're akin to walking on on your spouse. Um, uh, in your situation with another penis involved. Oh, man. I, but, you know, even if she was slamming clams with somebody, I'd be like, oh, man. Like, like no. now it's not yours anymore. Still yeah. cheating. Yeah. Still cheating. It's still That's cheating. That's so funny. I had this conversation a long time ago with, a, with a, a, a girlfriend of mine back in the day, and she's like, 
Well, yeah, if I make out with a chick, it's not cheating. I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, I was like, yes, it is. She's like, no, why? Why would you care? I'm like, I would break up with you. <laughs> like, right. Like, if you want to make out with a chick, go ahead. But like, we're, yeah, it still counts. It's like, still a person. So yeah. The, yeah. You Even saying, if it's, it's a different sex. Yeah, just yeah. because there's another set of boobs involved, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean that it's no, not. No, it makes gonna, it cool. It's not cheating. No, it's still cheating. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's elbow deep in you. I think and that's, that's, that's not cool. That's the whole thought process. Like, oh, it's it's another chick. You You have to find it like sexy and hot and. Like no, yeah, no, no, I'm fucking pissed. No, I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So I, because you don't have tits, I don't have tits. You I can't, can't do that. Yeah, I, exactly. So in hindsight, I'm pretty sure that girlfriend made out with another chick and then was telling me in a way and then found out I'd be pissed and then placated because she was trying to brag. Especially if I saw my wife sucking a woman's tits because she doesn't do that to my hairy nipples. I, I'm like, I'd be so upset. Because Moving like- on. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Sorry. That image you just gave us. Sorry about my I'm nipples. I'm not going to lie. I... I- it Got looks like a looks like a black sunflower. <laughs> Why? Two I wa- of them. I want everybody to know that that uh, Sylvia cried watching Cannibal Holocaust right before we did this show. <laughs> no, I teared up because it was like it was starting to gag. Yeah. It was pretty gross. And, and now Brandon's got to bring in his nipples. And now, you, we and are, now Sylvia's crying. She now yeah, knows. Now I'm, now I'm crying. <laughs> she now knows what this third chair is like. Here uh, in this what's room. worse, yeah. Cannibal Holocaust or my nipples? No, your nipples uh, definitely. All day because they're a real bro. thing. It's yeah. a real they're, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's still in my head. Yeah, it's not like God directed my nipples. I just want to put them both together. Imagine Cannibal yeah. Holocaust with Brandon's yeah. nipples. <laughs> right. Exactly. We'll get Rob Zombie to direct it. Uh, yeah, he might do all right, actually, on no, that. All right, moving on. No, Next story, wouldn't. guys, before we get oh, into... Oh, no, it's in my head. It's in her head? It's in her head. Sweet dreams. Nope. <laughs> I see a bit idea. Cannibal Brandon Hans nipples. Cannibal nipples. Probably, probably not a bit idea. <laughs> probably not a bit probably idea. Well, we turned chicken dick into a bit idea. <laughs> well, let's discuss it later. No, for sure. I'm going to spring it on you. Okay. Maybe not next week. But uh, dude, soon. if you if you commit to the fans, you got to do it. I am not committing to anybody. You're not I doing cannibal I nipples. Like, I like to, well, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying I am. <laughs> oh. I like to make sure I spring it on people. It's all a surprise. What? Look at what Uncle Brandon brought to the party. All right. Cannibal nips. All right. Cannon nips. I, I, don't, I think cannibal nipples can be a fantastic bit. Cannibalipples. If we do, if we cannibals. Yeah, stop, stop trying to stop, stop trying to benefer cannibal nipples and just let it be two words. Ooh, no, benef- no, no, benefer. no. Benefer. Is it benefer? Yes, or, you're right. Yeah. Or I, Angel Brad. Angelina. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry yeah. about that. Angelina. I did that one wrong. Yeah, you're totally right though. Scarjo. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Scarjo was who? Yeah, Scarjo Johansson. But it's just, that's just and her. who? Just her. Oh, that oh, doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Well, if she bangs a guy named Joe, then it's Scar Joe. I guess you're right. I guess there's a win there. Anyways, last story you want to talk about, and we don't want to get into the details because it's just a heartbreaker, but it sounds like Fear Factory is Dunskies, man. This lawsuit details that was revealed on MetalSucks.net. If you guys go, make sure you check it out. It all sparked with Dino from Fear Factory letting a fan know that um, there is uh, no new Fear Factory album. After, I want to say last year, Burton C. Bell, even Brent, he talked to you, right? Yeah. He talked to you, told you there was a new record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after last year, Burton C. Bell said that the record was delivered to the label and it was ready to go until Brandon, there was a new record when Brandon interviewed him. And so he pinky swore and everything. He, he pinky oh, swore, and he was super cool. Mm. He's a cool guy. Great nipples, that guy. Yeah. Shut up. All right. <laughs> you just touch him. Okay. Oh, these, these nipples are great. <laughs> this kid. This, this kid. Those are pink and everything. <laughs> this is an edge crusher. Okay. Anyways, that's a fear factory. Song. <laughs> ah, yeah, like a little that. tie in there. Yeah. But Dino's saying there's not, and then the details of a lawsuit broke down. So many personal details of the Burton's life and all these things with former members Raymond and Christian. And as a fan, as a fan of when Fear Factory really mattered from like when I was 15, when I first got D-Manufacturer, when Obsolete blew my fucking mind, when Digimortal made me cry. As a fan of Fear Factory, 
in Christ, tears of sadness, by the way. Yeah, it wasn't tears of joy. Suck. This lawsuit shit kills it for me. And it's been going on for a long time, ever since Dino left the band, which was after Digimortal. And Digimortal's the reason it all fell down, because that album was horrible. The point is, is that after Archetype came out, I dug it. Transgression I was fine with. When Dino got back, Mechanize were back, right? Fear Factory, everything's amazing. It's great. We got Gene Hoagland on the drums. Still fucking. And then two two other records that were great. Gen Exus was great too. And now back to the lawsuit shit bullshit that hurts the man. What do you guys think when you hear this shit about a band? The it, lawsuits, man. It's, it kills it for me, man. It does kill it. It does. I mean, because first off, I mean, it's like, especially when you start revealing personal details yeah. for everyone to know about. Like, can't you just keep that under wraps? Yeah. But I mean, but that's what a lawsuit is. I mean, that's what happens. That's what the websites are all about. It's all clickbait. So it's like, ooh, what's going on with Fear Factory? Let me just get involved in this drama. And it does ruin things. Just We've talked about this many times on the show, why Tool is so successful, and it's because there's an element of mystery to them. And when all of this stuff just gets brought to the forefront, it kills stuff. It, it's uh, yeah. If you think the dudes aren't like buddies and like each other all the time, they're just doing it for a paycheck, which a lot of times it ends up that way. Yeah. But you don't Motley know about crew. it. Well, yeah, yeah. There's certain, yeah, you don't yeah, know about it on a certain it, level. Yeah. As we know, Ace Fre- Freely, Peter Chris have major issues with Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Like, it, we don't want to see them back on stage. I'd rather see four guys that I think like each other on stage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's... And that's, appreciate each other. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, this, going back to your Kiss thing, I mean, Gene Simmons is flat out said, he's like, Ace Freely's not a good guitar player. And I mean, and the thing is, though, is the guitar players, they brought in every guitar player they brought in since ace freely and peter chris for the drummers it's like they're completely head and shoulders better musicians but unfortunately all those all those album covers they put out in the 70s and leading up into the 80s and stuff it's like those are so monumental to rock and roll Mm -hmm. that people just are going to get together for the nostalgia of it most people i don't even think it's like as long as they look like they're having a good time as long as they're doing the the sway the guitar back and forth move that the three of them do uh you talking about Iron Maiden? No, no, I'm talking about Kiss. Oh, my bad. You know, but I'm just saying, it's like, as long as they do those moves, everybody's still yeah. going to be like, oh, I feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. So most people aren't going to care. So with the breakdown of the the details of this lawsuit, which pretty much says, like, unless all four of these guys get back together and drop all their lawsuits, there's nothing Fear Factory can do as a band, really, at all, for years and years, unless people pay out, like, $900,000 to this person or that person. With all those details, like, this band is done. Do you think there's any chance of the four guys no that we just mentioned way. ever getting back together? No, Nine, man. Especially $900,000? That was, that was lawyer fees and nonsense oh. that, that was in there. Again, I, you guys read the stories. It's all kind of personal stuff. I don't like yeah, throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's If you want to, go to the page, give them the click, read the fucking story. I'm not going to break it down for you. But uh, in essence, the story to me is that Fear Factory's gone, you know? Uh, it's too bad because they were one of the most important bands in the 90s, I think. They were the first ones. We brought this up to Burton C. Bell. Like, he was the first guy to go from the grouse. Yeah. And then, but then he would sing right after that. Most people don't realize that he was like one of the forefathers of that sound. And now every band does that. Yeah. Every band yeah. does that. Yeah. Well, anyways. I think lawsuits just ruin things. So do affairs. Yes. So I think if you guys learned anything before we jump into our interview, don't fuck around on other people. Mm -hmm. Orgasms aren't worth ruining people's lives. And don't do a lawsuit unless, uh, I guess you can't say that because... People are scum out there. And yeah, people are no, taking okay. advantage of you. And then we learned about Brandon's nipples. And then Brandon's uh, cannibal nipples. Yeah. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. They're very hungry. <laughs> They're very what? Hungry. Oh, Your Jesus. nipples are hungry. Oh, I just said cannibal Jesus. nipples. Come on. Now. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. 
And with that, they have little mouths. <laughs> now I've got the image in my mouth. I'm scared shitless they of, eat your, souls. of your chest right they have, now. Have like really sharp teeth. <laughs> There's got to be a nipple horror movie. It's gonna be one. There's got to be one in, in the world. Yeah, you know, I, I can't think of one. There has now. to be like a weird porn out there. Well, we'll think about one. Oh. We'll think about a weird porn. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't make All that right. noise. Yeah. And with that, guys, let's jump into our interview. Let's let you guys hear the horror movie we created. Me and Barbareth, mastermind from Ghost. Everybody, what's going on? It's Petter, Metal Sucks Podcast. On the phone, I got Barbareth from Ghost, and we are here to talk about the new record, Valediction. It's coming out October 4th. Now, I want to have some fun, man, because I'm a huge horror movie fan. I know you're a huge horror movie fan, correct? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I don't let you down. Oh, dude, don't, we're not, I'm not going to quiz you. <laughs> I'm not going to quiz you. But what I want to do is I want to create a horror movie. Like, we were gonna, me and you were like script writers, and we're like, let's make something right now with you. I want to right. I I go back and forth, so... Um, like people do, because I know you know as a musician, you, you don't do the collaboration thing um, because you are a one man band. I'm not saying you don't do the collaboration thing, but as a one man band, you are kind of more in control of everything, right? Yeah. So that and that's fair to say. So in this situation, let's see if we can create a horror movie. So I'm gonna be real quick with kind of how we do it, and we're gonna see if we like it at the end or if not. And uh, the first thing we got to come up with is um, for me is what kind of horror genre do you prefer to make? Do you want to make a thrasher film? Do you want to make a haunted house film? Yeah, probably slasher, man. That's what I'm about. Okay, so we're already we're already collaborating like kings. I like it. So a slasher film. Lead. Lead actor, character that we want. Uh, like lead, like the bad guy, or lead the detective, whatever. Ooh, see, do you want to go or the detective route? Yeah, I was... Or heroin, I suppose. I was thinking heroin. I'm always more into the uh, the the female leaded slasher films, if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah. Without sounding too misogynistic. Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> funnily, I don't. Th- I think it's. I think it's actually pretty woke that the girl always wins. I think so too. Yes. Oh, you think? Yes. The terminology of, of woke is uh, it's still new to me because it's like in my mind, I'm like, am I telling everybody before me that they were s- asleep when like civil rights happened and all these great things? <laughs> like, like in general, it's just an insulting thing to be like, you guys have been sleeping for 40 years. <laughs> uh, totally, yeah. We got a female heroine. heroine character. Now, could be a detective, could be a you know, girl out on the town to have fun, you know, like let's, let's go to a party. Or... I think we're, th- I think we're thinking party girl, man. Party I, girl, I, totally. I am, I'm completely with you a hundred percent. Nice. So we're going to have our lead is going to be our, a heroine. Our heroine is going to be a girl. That's just, you know, she worked all week and she wants to have a great weekend going out to town. And her plan is to go for a setting. How about we say, what do you think? I don't know, man. House parties are always pretty a we, pretty good spot. For we can kill a lot of happen. people, right? We can kill a lot of people yeah. at a house party. <laughs> okay. So she's, <laughs> she's going to a house party recommended by a dude she just met online that she's attracted oh. to. Yeah, perfect. Boom. All right. So this is where we're at. Everybody following us out there, we will <laughs> talk about Valediction, guys. But how often do I get to create a horror film with, uh, with Ghost here? So this is, this is the best. So, okay. That's what our lead is. Now the hard part for me, and I'm going to need a lot of your help on this, the villain. 
I don't know, man. It's, should we go Giallo, where you never see until the end, mm. or should we have like uh, a face to it, like a mask? I don't know. I'm leaning. The masking's hard because they usually suck unless it's, you know, Michael Myers or Jason. Exactly. And, and that is, unless they're an established killer, you're right. People kind of tune out. Um, I think you're good with that one. Mm, let me think here. Uh, let's, let's, let's say that we have to force ourselves to do a face and, okay. uh, and, and the weapon we're going to have to force ourselves to. So hmm, with the face, I definitely want a mask of some sort. Are you with me on that? Uh, totally. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back to like an old interview I did where people were asking about the skull mask. I think, mm. I think a good idea is that the first kill is the mask. It's the skull of the first kill. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why no one's done this. It's, it's, way to, it's just gold. It is absolutely gold. So that's going to be our, our mask. Now, do we want them to look like professional wrestler Michael Myers or just chill Michael Myers? And we, okay, are we going to go with it's a male figure? Because that always works with a well, I don't know. I'm, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's got to be a foreboding, shadowy. I don't know if he's got to be muscly, but maybe like sneaky strong. I like the sneaky strong. I I don't I don't like the the professional wrestler. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know. Look look, uh, look to it. It's, it's I'm like eh. It's just it's too. Why it's, would they be working out? They don't have time for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's been <laughs> per- He's like perfect. Roids at the gym. He's like I yeah. have to get big so I can murder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so weapon. Okay, um, I'm assuming we're going to say not a gun because that's lame, I think, in horror movie yeah. terms. We need people to run, right? And it's also, that's not woke, if I may. If I may say that, that's just not, it's too real these days. <laughs> so we can't go. With I guess it. it is. Yeah, I guess it is way too damn real. So we, we got to keep it in the fiction land. So now we got to look for, I guess, a gardening tool? Or can we think of something cooler than that? What, what is going to be this guy's like MO? I don't know, man. I think maybe he has to go through a few things before he gets the the main weapon. So, you know, maybe a few ad libs early on, whatever's around his hands. Mm. But then what's it what's it gonna be? It's gotta be iconic but also fucking, you know, not done. I was thinking about like you know those mesh like things put, put people put on their heads? Like, I don't know what it's called. Like, like the, the sifter things or whatever? Like, yeah, like the executioner would wear, like a mesh thing with the eyes cut out. Oh, uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I was always thinking if you can make that something that you can wrap over someone's head and suffocate them with, it would look, like, brutally violent, you know? But Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's like Maybe, a, uh, I don't know, it's cool if we maybe, like, incorporate some blades. Yeah, I was just about to say, I go, that's like a lame wrestling finishing move and probably can only work on one kill. So we won't do that. But I'm with you on on the blades. Um, So mm, see, that's that's this is where it gets tough. This is where it gets tough, you know, because slasher, you need you need axe blade. But like mm, it's been done, man, we can't do the machete. You can't do the butcher knife. Mm -mm, mm -mm, hmm. Fuck an ice pick is not that brutal. Nah, Sharon Stone forever. Like I was yeah. in, the, I was in my wheelhouse when that movie came out, and um, <laughs> that movie rules, dude. It does. I ain't gonna lie. For people that don't know, Basic Instinct we're talking about, but that first, like, I'm gonna get a little gross for people out there, but uh, during this time, I was a young teenager, and there was not porn <laughs> available for everything. So Basic Instinct was like porn for gentlemen like me, 
And I had to make Same. sure the VHS tape stopped before she stabbed the dude in the eye with the ice pick <laughs> or it wouldn't work for me. <laughs> that was yeah, an the opening scenes and it's, it's incredible. Exactly. That was an actual thing for me. It's like, uh, she starts stabbing him. It's not going to work. <laughs> like, so I had to like rewind <laughs> at the perfect spot. Anyway, it's probably a good thing though. You're not sadistic. I, I thank you. Thank you. Uh, I feel like I, I just, uh, put myself out there a little bit too much, but you know what? <laughs> you kids will never understand what we had to go through um, with the, with the technology. Today. Okay. So we're going to come back to the murder weapon, but you, I, let's just say miscellaneous right now, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, I like the ice pick idea because it fits with the skull almost, you know? Yeah. Kind of. Mm. I don't know. Nobody used a bone saw. We could steal from uh, mm. ghost main or whatever. Mm. Bone saw might be, but it's kind of surgical too. I don't know. Let's go with. How about we let's let's put him in the setting. He's in the party. Who's he at the party? I don't know. He could, Bartender. He could be a disgruntled fucking Lowe's employee with a fucking box cutter, dude. Oh, that's true. Oh, like in a nail gun. We can do construction. Ah, let's yeah, okay. Do construction. So this guy's just a disgruntled skull head, but like construction worker whatever outfit like you'll have that vest on where if like you know they wear it in the dark so you don't run them over when they're working on the side of the road (laughs) (laughs) you can see him coming yeah okay all right that's where we're at but his is his is his is used he's been he's been he's been at it for a while absolutely it's it's beat up it's got the holes but um he he does glow in the dark i guess we can say um so we can see him and then and so that's our killer moving on so we got our heroin we got our killer we got our setting. It's the party. Now, everybody out there, I know a lot of you people are like, dude, I want to see this movie. Well, let's see if we can get the third act and the second act right on point as well. Because part one, I'm confident in. How about you? I'm pretty confident, man. We could lose it pretty easily, though. Yeah. Pretty quick. <laughs> very true. Very true. So we got the lead character. Now, we have her going to this house party with uh, a stranger that she met on the internet that she's interested in. And she had a bad week work or, you know, work week at work. And she's like, I just got to go, you know, have some drinks and have a good time. And I'm just going to meet this dude. I'm taking a chance. Go to the house party. <laughs> house party is full of people, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're going to, we need uh, we need a reason that the guy's a construction worker and a murderer at a house party. There's a house being remodeled that was foreclosed, right? And there's tools everywhere in the house. And these kids or, you know, Uh, it's like a squat party. It's a squat party. Exactly. So there we go. There's a squat party. And she's just going to go to this random house. Mm Mm-hmm. And the door is going to be kicked in because they don't care. There's going to be graffiti on the walls. It's, It's great. Okay. Now she goes to the party, doesn't know anybody there, looking for the gentleman that she met online. Should she find this gentleman or should it just be chaos? Uh, I think that maybe she should find the, the guy. The party's lame. This guy's kind of a fucking creep, but not necessarily a murderer. Like so it. She's kind of maybe bummed, you know? So she starts drinking a little more. Yeah. So she meets the guy. Picture doesn't match the profile. No, totally selfie above the head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly perfect all right and then we'll have music at the party not a eh, let's see it's a horror movie we can probably have a band there should we do it yeah band there so it's loud there's strobe lights we love strobe lights so we'll we'll do that gate creeper yeah it's gate creeper i talked to chase just (laughs) so funny dude that band's killer it is it's killer and i talked to chase uh god it was like two days ago 
And I was, and I asked him, I go, dude, are you into horror movies? He's like, nah, my favorite movie's Encino Man. I'm like, oh, bro. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I, I've never met that guy, but I can see that. It kind of makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, dude. It was, it was a cool, it was a cool chat. Um, and uh, it's funny because I think they're back to back. I'm going to have the episode. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. Uh, so anyways, Encino Man. I, 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 spoiler alert for everybody out there. But back to our, our horror movie. So we're going to have uh, Gate Creeper. On on the scene, dude, playing it out just yeah. like Ace Ventura. Nice little cameo, nice little cameo. Exactly, which always makes a horror movie better when you see a way death, better death metal band in it, <clears throat> or you know whatever. So, anyways, she meets the guy. She's pissed. She's taking shots with strangers, and then all of a sudden, the conflict has to happen where she loses everything, so she can't call people and all that stuff. So, can we say the dude yeah. steals her shit? What's yeah, her yeah. Purse? purse. Okay. Takes the purse. Dude, dude steals the purse, and um, I've heard of it at concerts where somebody goes around and steals everybody's cell phone and all that stuff. So we'll just say like there's like a ring of people stealing everybody's cell phone at this house party. All right. Cell phone problem done. That's that's like horror movie 101. We got to get rid of the cell phones these days. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no communicate. It's, of course, yeah. And then the squatter, the guy that's remodeling the house, our killer. Obviously, he's pissed because he's been working for weeks. These kids are just trash in the place. Yep. Exactly. Ridiculous. He, the, the windows close, those roll of dying shutters that it cost really a lot of money. We're just going to yeah. say that, that he had them all in the house and the kids weren't aware because we need to lock them in, right? Boom. Yeah, got to lock them in. So cell phones are gone. Now we have a house full of people. She's drunk. I guess she has to get sober. No, let's just leave her drunk. She's drunk. Let's have her drunk through the whole thing. <laughs> Is that okay? She's drunk. Maybe she passes out in the middle of this. You know, horror movies are a couple hours. We've got some. We got some time. And now the kills start happening. So everybody, uh, we're going to say act two is kills and people hiding in this house and trying to escape. Fair? I like it. Yeah. So, and uh, how many kills and how many people were at this house? Easy, guys. 67 people. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Okay. You could go higher or lower. 67. No, no. 67 is good. You got to have some space. Yeah. The first, first, I guess the first outbreak could be like a, I don't know, like a high tension, like early on, lots of kills. Yes. Things get a little slower. And every construction tool possible he 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 has oh, on yeah. this job site. So saws all definitely. Saws all day. Yes. And I'm thinking about I want like I don't know if you, you remember that movie. Was it Ghost Ship where that like mm-hmm. wire busted in the beginning of the movie and cut everybody's head off on the boat? If you guys remember that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want him to somehow make a sawzaw do that and just take out like eleven. <laughs> Like the big right. kill of like the moment of that's the moment where everybody's gonna. I mean, be, there's gonna be table saws involved as well, a big one. Absolutely, you know, the giant blade, unprotected, obviously. And he's a landscaper, so he's got a pickaxe for everybody that wants it basic. Like he's got it all. He's got shovels, everything. Yeah. So he's yeah. it's it's great, but um, the main thing is that he's going to. Uh, we'll name this guy later. I just realized he doesn't have a name. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name him later. Um, we can, can we call him Skull? I don't know. There might be. Nah. Yeah, no. Anyways, so we'll figure that out later. Um, yeah, so that is going to be all of Act 2, guys, just trying to survive and get out of the house. And there's going to be close calls where people are like, oh, I pried open this window. And then all of a sudden, nail gun. You know, just nail. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. So, and this guy is just, the whole time, he's going to have a voice. And he's going to scream at people like you're ruining my house you know something like that or do you think he should be quiet because quiet's so normal it's, it's normal but it's it's needed I, I don't know man you gotta have the quiet or, mm. or we don't i don't know it makes it too 
too personal then. Then we know something. Why? Then we know, like, I don't know. It's Michael Myers, you know, when Rob Zombie has him talking the second one he did. Mm-hmm. Ruined the movie. Ruined the movie. Oh, uh, you're completely right. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Does not talk. Silence. Maybe until the end. He might have a couple of words. I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, I do like that. I, I like that. You, like... Are you drawing this out? You got like a... <laughs> Those like web things we used to do in English class or whatever. Dude, we're recording this. I'm gonna put it on the on the dry erase board later. I'm gonna be like right here and this. Is, so that's where we're at. So that's that's part two. So now part three, man. We are down to the nitty gritty. The uh, our heroine, she's she's trying to get out and she keeps narrowly escaping the dude. Now we yeah. have to decide if we want a sequel. If we want a sequel, she has to figure out how to kill the guy. If we don't want a sequel, we got to get it like close call and she dies, which I guess can lead to a sequel anyway because he survived, huh? Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So is she gonna beat him, or is 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 evil going to print? I think she. I think she beats him, mm. but then the body's gone. Oh, okay. well, think, but it works. <laughs> it does work. It does work. Okay. So uh, so that's gonna be our, our part three. It's gonna be one on one. Girl's tough. She's gonna take him out with what construction device? Let me think here. What would be the ultimate, like, fuck you to a construction worker? Mm. I was thinking concrete, which is, that's too, <laughs> that's too intense. <laughs> like, but um, what the ultimate fuck you? Dude, I'll tell you right now, like, you got to weld, like, the AC units and stuff like that, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He, he can have the All welding right. thing going on. And I think that she should, she should hurt him with the welder. But then yeah, the, the final it. thing, maybe put his head in, like, a condenser. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, I'm with you. You like that? So condenser kill at the end? Yeah. Did we All just right. make this a three-star movie and it was a four-star movie because the end kill isn't as creative as it should be? You can be honest with me. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, with the condenser in the head, there's no way he's, he's coming back. You're right. Unless there's a body switch. Mm. Oh, it's true. Oh, so we can do like one of those like <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan things. Like she killed the wrong guy. And there was, exactly. There was, or, yeah, we can do that. I, you know what I really would like at the end? Because we're going to get to the record in a second here, but our horror movie kicks ass, just so everybody knows, is that I want, and I know we're kind of jumping ahead, I want like, you know when you come back to the house later and it's like everything's cleaned up and someone's looking at the house, oh, my house looks great. I want the staircase to be like one of those floating staircases, but of bones. All right, I'm with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some, well, or something, something maybe, maybe like a little more like in the closet or something, like a... Uh... Like, uh, what's that, uh, American Psycho, uh, where, where she's showing the apartment, and you know something, she knows something, like, did, was were the body parts there, were they not, something some, like that. Something's different there, I do like that, I do like that, so, okay, so that is gonna be the kill, we're gonna run over that one more time, let's see how, how, how he can get killed on construction, because everything that's cool is like, you know, you can run things over, um... Yeah, I mean, maybe some sort of concrete kill, but that's just still not, it's not cool. It's not cool. It's too intense, yeah. And, I mean, we can even say her day job's construction, you know, because we're woke. Maybe she's the bricklayer. Yeah, a foreman, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's better than a bricklayer. (laughs) Yeah, so she she runs the show, man. And so uh, she schedules out his kill. She's like, okay, I'm going to have the drywaller in, then the painter, then we got to do tape and texture. She's going to schedule it out. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be cool if she does plaster him behind the wall and he can't breathe. Yeah. Or something like that. Okay. Yeah. 
So you guys can write in and tell us how we should do the movie, but that is going to be the horror movie written right here on the spot without question. No doubt about it. I, I always want a, a three-star horror movie. I don't want five stars. I'm not trying to win an Oscar. And I'm not going for it. Gotta get cult classic status. Yeah, that's all you want. So definitely going to have some comedy in it, right? Oh, for sure. How can this movie not have comedy in it? Anybody that thought this movie was going to be like straight serious, you're ridiculous. That's all I'm going to say. So, and that's got to be the first time you created a horror movie on an interview. Is it true? Most definitely. All right. That's what my goal is. <laughs> my goal is to do something original, you know. I've been doing interviews for a my long goal time. Is to... Yeah, so, uh, but, but cool. And then what should we name it? Now, you've named records. You know that it's, it's hard to just come up with a name. And uh, we can't just say Construction Kill Zone. Or, ooh, oh, that's lame. Uh, I mean... I think Valediction works pretty well. Mm, there we go. We're doing it. <laughs> that, my friend in the biz, we call a segue. Let's go. Right? <laughs> so, so that was our horror movie, Valediction. Now let's talk about the record, the soundtrack, if we may, which wasn't <laughs> written for this movie, but we can say it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, it, if anybody hasn't, Valediction's fantastic, man. It starts off straight black metal, dude, with the first track. Um, what does the opening track its intention mean for you when you were making the record um I, that was actually just the first track i wrote starting on this record mm. so it just worked and i just kind of wanted it, the, the record to open up just come right in and you know kind of just shock people there's no intro because i've had an intro on like every record so i wanted this to just there it is heaviest song maybe i've ever written i don't know track four um <laughs> rivals it right there so there, there's a it's, it's also like like um it's got the the there's just a i call it the black metal feel to it but um like uh it it flows really well i really like the element of uh the starting point because i remember when i got the record i'm like whoa, 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 whoa you know like let me make sure <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> and that's yeah. and that's great because you you know what it's hard to make people pay attention right away you know and, and it For does sure. it's a fantastic thing so and the electronic bass mu music we you know you've talked many times about uh the passion of like the john carpenter and a lot of the soundtracks to the horror movies that um started this kind of movement but do you feel electronic-based material, does it have limitations or boundaries or to songwriting, or is it kind of limitless for you? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's limitless. It just depends on how you know, things progress in modern music and how, what people accept as fucking musical. Because you know, we could write something crazy right now that people would hate, but in 20 years that might be the fucking the norm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just... I think it's endless for sure, especially with synthesizers and computers and fucking young people are weird as shit nowadays. So, yeah, I think it's going to be endless for sure. I definitely think that um, at, at being an artist in your, your position, it, it allows progression so much more because there is a, there's a limitation to, you know, playing, I guess, you know, for a lot of players. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that you don't have to deal with. And as technology grows you are going to get to do different things in your genre and your art form, which is really cool because right? it's usually it felt like technology was behind in music and now it's like ahead, you know? Yeah, I agree, man. Like for now, like now I can get a laptop that I can't slow it down. It'll just keep up with no matter what I throw at it. So, nice. I mean, that's definitely gotten better from when I started. I would be bouncing a track when I started and it would be 
like overloading the RAM. So it'd be like skipping. So I had no fucking idea if it sounded good until it was done or not. So oh. that definitely got better. And did you ever have to slow it down to create the song and be like, I have to accept this? No, no, I would just, it would just be choppy because it would be skipping uh, the RAM. Yes, I know. And then I'd have to listen back, so. Man, that, yeah, that is cool. Now, valid, val, valediction, wow, I'm having some, I'm having some issues with a, a real basic word, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, I'm pretending like this is some Swedish title that I can never get right, right? And, and so, <laughs> Dude. Valediction. Yeah, it has vocals on all the tracks except one, which I thought was really cool. Um, was there a lyrical importance or to that to this album, or was that element something that you wanted to do specifically for this record? Uh, yeah, I just uh, kind of wrote about it's a kind of stream of consciousness, just whatever was on my mind. Some songs are about three or four things, but um, it's more just like cathartic, just getting shit off my fucking mind, putting it on paper. Nice, dude. Yeah. By the way, I got to interview Lex from Three Teeth, and that that's one of the most intelligent dudes I've ever talked to. And I know you oh, guys, he's so fucking great to talk to. Wow, like he 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 virtually he's you know that you know it's it's hard for us to listen to people, you know, because we just sit in our ways sometimes. So I don't listen, but like yeah, yeah. I listen to him, and I'm like, dude, you're changing shit on me right now. <laughs> like, my, yeah, my, no, my, he's cool as fuck. Whole yeah. viewpoint, and uh, I did see that recently. He got to you guys got to tour with Three Teeth and all that stuff. And how did that tour go? Did it, did it mix real well? Yeah, man. Every I mean, those guys. We were best friends like first fucking night all the way through. Nice. And uh, yeah, they're just super easy to fucking get along with. And anytime you know the writer was short or whatever, they were fucking amazingly accommodating. Let us have their shit. So. I have nothing bad to say about it, Ben. Oh, they're fantastic. New record, Meta War, guys. I'll promote it again. It's a great record. Make sure you guys do check that one out as well. The reason I brought up the last tour is because now you're going to go on tour, if I'm not mistaken, next you're going to go on tour with Mayhem out in Europe um, in November. And yeah. is, that's correct, right? And then, um, yeah. And so opening up uh, for a band like Mayhem in Europe, have you guys have you done the, the black metal crossover? Or do you feel like the fan base kind of at your shows currently is kind of half synth wave and half metal? Yeah, we get a lot more metalheads uh, at our shows than, mm. like, I guess typically, like, Carpenter Brute. I don't know. I just feel like I see a lot of fucking vests in the crowd. I'm not, not necessarily black metal, though. I don't know. I have no fucking clue how this is going to go. But, you know, everybody's everybody in Mayhem was down. So, fuck it, dude. I've been listening to that band since I was... 13 years old so i think it's gonna go fantastic and it's gonna be dude i yeah how do you miss out you just said it how do you miss out on mayhem but i think the genre of synth wave has been um a major gateway for the youth into metal more so than rock like modern rock music um yeah yeah I do, you, see that. Is, is you think it's maybe because the the heavy metal press embraced the genre from the jump or um because i mean the dark vibes translate very well to our genre, you know, in general. Do you think that's wise? Because the press was like, yo, yeah. check this out? Yeah, probably, because, like, the electronic press, like, shut us down at mm. every turn. They wouldn't cover it. So, yeah, I'm sure that's exactly why. Wow, I didn't know that. So the electronic press didn't embrace it? Out of curiosity. No, they were like, they were like, it's all been done. This sounds like 2002. Like, all right, cool. Later, <laughs> whatever. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's been such a, like I said, it's, it's a genre that was created in my lifetime, you know, to me. 
and it was completely yeah. new. And uh, I guess there's purists in the electronic scene, just like the metal. What am I talking about? Like this has never happened before. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, same, same thing. So the, the 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 fan base, I'm assuming, no matter what musical genre is, they're gonna always like two records back. That's what they say, right? Because they're 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 trying yeah. to keep you in that in that ballpark, which. Nah, that that should never work, you know. And writing songs as a one man project, uh, it can't. It's got to be mentally taxing. Do you ever run into writer's block and then not have anywhere to go? I used to, man, but I just stopped um, trying to. When I sit down, I, I I don't really know what I'm gonna do anymore. I used to sit down with like an idea, and that like fucking stunts my creativity. So I don't really have that problem anymore because I don't have any preconceived notion of what the fuck I'm about to do. So. If uh, if the baseline's cool, it's easy to run with. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. overthinking. Organic art forms, I think, is always going to make you feel more positive. But like, in the past, was it a track that you overthinked and you had to reshape and reshape a million times that you're happy with? Oh but, yeah, yeah. Early on, like Behemoth and those yes. first couple of records, for sure. Yeah. Man, was there? Did you ever feel like you went too far overground and you liked the version in the middle? Oh, all the time. I'd fucking forget to save and like. <laughs> do a mix weird and be like Fuck, what did i do and never get it back <laughs> that's dude that's the beauty of the mistake of uh, art i always say it man yeah. i'm like people like the mistakes in movies that we love like growing up not many mistakes these days because sure. you can fix everything but the point is those little mistakes are what, what give it that charm you know and i and I, that what you just said even that it's the same thing you're like well this is where i'm at now because i'm not gonna remember 10 minutes ago <laughs> whatever so one thing I did like, um, and that's why I brought up Lex, and I'm sorry I go, went back, but you did state that you like to uh, agitate people and challenge their perspectives uh, musically, but also in other things in life. Um, for sure. Does this mindset or desire cause a lot of chaos for you um, to define your stances or on certain subjects? Yeah, dude, it has in the past. I've gotten a little, as far as like doing shit like to agitate people in my regular life, I've kind of backed the fuck off because I just got tired of fighting with everybody, but uh, I don't know. I live in fucking Texas, man. It's not the place to fucking, I'm not going to change anybody's mind here. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, So I've kind of calmed down as a human, but with music, uh, I don't think I'll ever stop like, you know, just trying to put things on their head, make people fucking deal with the fact that I'm not writing synthwave anymore, you know, but it's still kind of there. So I think so get or leave it. Yeah. I think so many people, um, deal with that is that they're like, Oh, I have to get that. But I always, I try to explain to people. I'm like, we have our journeys, right? And like as people. And then like when we get to a hill and we start talking to people that are still on the, on the grass level, they, they kind of take us off that hill a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 I always tell my friends, I'm like, Hey, if you write something, you invite, you know, and you're not going to invite the people on the same on the hill. You're going to invite the people in the grass. <laughs> and then uh, and then you're going to get mad because you're like, dude, I'm saying this as plain as day. But a lot of times people just want to fight. You know, it's part yeah. of uh, it's part of our culture. And um, that's the one thing about art that I think it doesn't get the the press the way it should be of, of how much it unites. It always seems like you always get the the fighting aspect of people or. Or the comments yeah. are, are hateful, but it's like you got to realize most people that love things don't comment, you know? No, I know, yeah. It's, it's a fucking weird internet thing, but uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you're right, dude. I think it is more like it's just the assholes are loud, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're the ones that are like, look at me fucking in my 
important opinion. Absolutely, so, man. No, but yeah, I think it does unite way more, way fucking more than it pulls people apart for sure. Absolutely. So, man, I got to tell you, I, I took you a little over the thirty-minute mark that I was supposed to, but uh, it was a great <laughs> chat, man. I, I got we could, I mean, we could have kept going, but I want to tell everybody one more time: Valediction, guys. It's out October fourth. Metal fans, I know we're a metal website. Do not sleep on this record it's excellent it'll definitely cross over synthways bands this progression this is exactly I'm totally stoked about it so and then uh, man i just and I, I wish you the best of luck i think it's gonna go fantastic out in europe with you guys opening for mayhem oh, yeah and uh dude uh been a fan for a long time so i just want to thank you dude so much for calling into the metal sucks podcast hell yeah man thank you dude it's a fucking cool interview
the Metal Sucks Podcast.
guys and we are back first song you guys heard is called wrapped in wax and the second song the call of the faithful both off the new record valediction by ghost it is out right now guys it just came out october 4th friday make sure if you haven't check it out definitely worth your time third song you heard is from ginger this band i think is getting huge their new record macro is excellent guys so make sure if you're in north america you check out their tour dates they're touring right now man and they are a great show that song is called judgment and punishment also guys i want to do a quick shout out real quick all right this shout out goes to kingsley morse McNabb. The reason I'm giving this guy a shout out is quite simply because he deserves some rum, right? He deserves okay. some good rum yeah. from somebody out there. Not that Captain Jack Sparrow shit that's no, been no, sitting no. underneath sand. From some scallywag out there, yeah. if I may. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Who scallywag. thinks that I don't care about Kingsley and his rum intake? I care very much. I will give him no, a I, shout I, out I, any time to get him no, drunk. Don't, right? don't do like a rum bong. Take like take your time with the rum. Don't that's, do yeah. it at once and die. That's right. So Kingly Morse. McNabb, thank you for listening to us. And when you're drunk next time, you're welcome. Send us a picture. No. Send us a picture of you enjoying your rum. (laughs) No, actually do that. So with that, I want to thank everybody again for the five-star reviews on iTunes. That is all we ask from you guys. You guys are the best. We keep seeing them. We keep getting them. You guys rule. The email, send them on over, risetoaffin at gmail.com. And thank you for all the support on our other podcasts. If you haven't checked it out yet, Rise to Offend documentary podcast. This week, we are going to tackle... None other than Marilyn Manson. Oh yes, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. So metal fans, you might actually enjoy this episode. All right. So until next week, my friends, don't sue anyone or sleep with anyone. The Metal Sucks Podcast is signing off. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. <laughs>